You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolize Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as this team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Oh, baby. Oh, what a fantastic way to end the week. Sabres fans, let's rejoice. Join me. Please join in the comments if you can, because these Sabres just slapped around for the second time in two weeks, the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs that are bound again to lose in the first round and make Leafs fandom, make people like Steve Dangle absolutely rip their hair out. And now, mind you, I hate saying things like that when it comes to Leafs fans. Because I like Leafs fans. I love them. I'm friends with a lot of you. Um, I get it. Like, my team has been insufferable and miserable for a decade. Your team, when good, still can't get past the first round. In fact, the last, like, the Sabres have actually won a first round or a, a playoff round more recently than the Toronto Maple Leafs, which is insanity, if you ask me. God, man, Maple Leafs fans have to be, like, absolutely ready to lose it because that payroll, that team, no goaltending right now. I'm sorry. Jack Campbell hurt Morazic is hot garbage. You guys need to find a goalie in the worst kind of way if you actually think you're going to win a uh, um, a playoff round. It, 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 without a doubt. Um, holy shit. It's, uh, yeah. They're terrible. They're, 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 that situation is terrible right now. And what a week for us Sabres fans. Am I right? Like, to go in to go into that Jack Eichel Vegas, well, first off, to go and slap around the uh, the Maple Leafs, um, you know, 5-1. to one. And then, yeah, you have that game against the Florida where you lose 5-0. That was a huge bummer. But then you come, in, you come into that Vegas game knowing the emotions surrounding, surrounding everything. Um, and you know what? You you play a hard-fought game. I won't take anything, anything away from uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. They, you know, they played hard. Sabres just played better. Uh, an unbelievable finish, a very poetic finish with Alex Tuck stripping Jack Eich along the boards of the puck for the empty net goal. Peyton Krebs scoring. Peyton Krebs scoring gets twice today. Getting that win, having Jack Eichel throw so much shade, being so salty with Sabres fans, being uh, honestly a huge cocksucker. I'm sorry for my language, but he was. Huge cocksucker. Uh, and then to come into the this outdoor game um, where the Sabres have been a winless in two of them, have uh, lost to both the uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins and uh, the New York Rangers in the Winter Classic, to come into this outdoor game as the home team in Hamilton, uh, where they're main, I think, as I think for the Sabres goal song, they were playing Let Me Clear My Throat, which is insanity to me. Um, like, come on, get it, get it right up there. Um, but to like come into this game, obviously all the pressures on a team like Toronto, you guys have to start performing. 
I mean, this next stretch leading into the postseason, you guys have to figure it out. You have eight days until the trade deadline to come to this game. You guys really like, especially after losing the way you did to Buffalo, they should have been pissed off. They should have been absolutely pissed off. And whether we're the home team or not, this is your home ice. You, you have all the fan support there that we do. Like, we don't have it. And to come into this game and to play the way you did, I mean, granted, like the first period was bad. Second period was a lot better. And then the Sabres just really, you know, buckled down and, you know, won a hard-fought game. And again, Peyton Krebs, two goals tonight. Uh, Vinny Henestrosa, two goals, three points. That guy's up in his trade value. Rasmus Dahlin getting into it with Austin Matthews there at the end. Holy shit, that was awesome. I love to see that intensity from the Swede. That is great because that's what we need from him. See from all these guys. I mean, you see that huge melee at the end with uh, Michael Bunting and Dylan Cousins. See Teach Thomas to get into it. These guys are playing for each other. They're supporting each other. The culture difference night and day between this year and last is is insanity. It's night and day. Absolute night and day. Um, I, I, I'm through the roof excited. And I've got a few comments in here already uh, from Rakeen Davis. What an amazing game. Buffalo finally wins an outdoor game. Absolutely, Rakeen again. The Leafs is the same team that lost to a 42-year-old Zamboni driver two years ago. Absolutely. You know, uh, David Ayers. Uh, <laughs> this is just, uh, this is wild. I am uh, through the roof, excited. Um, you know, anytime the Sabres beat the Leafs, I am literally elated. Uh, and to do it on the outdoor game, on TNT, uh, on a national stage, I mean, chef's kiss. <laughs> Absolutely. So, really, I'm just going to, Go over real quick here. I'll bring up the uh, actual stats of the game. But, I mean, honestly, who cares? Because the Sabres beat the Leafs. So, uh, game was played at in Hamilton. Uh, the sweaters, I like the jerseys. Uh, didn't mind Toronto's jersey. I get it. They're playing homage to the uh, the, the Toronto Arenas. Uh, nice, like, nice little touch. And then the Sabres, kind of very similar to their last Winter Classic jersey, but more off-white. I still liked it. Um, I would have preferred to see them maybe play, pay a little homage uh, to the to the Goathead jersey if they could have. I think that really would have really put the been like made this game absolutely perfect. Not to say that it wasn't, uh, but goals for Toronto coming from Andre Cash. Uh, Cash, uh, I always butcher his name, and uh, I believe Austin Matthews getting his forty uh, fifth goal in I think fifty four or fifty six games. Guy is on an absolute tear of the league. And then assists going to Nylander, Tavares, Kerfoot, and TJ Brody. Brody had a goal today, too, off the Vinny Sestrosa goal. Vinny Sestrosa threw the puck to the net, and he essentially kicked the puck in his own net. You love to see an own goal, especially when it's the Toronto Maple Leafs. And then the Sabres stat line, Vinny Sestrosa, two goals and an assist for three for three points. Five shots on goal. Peyton Krebs, two goals. Tage Thompson with a goal and assist, two-point night. Dylan Cousins, Robert Hag, Kyle Ocposo, Matias Samuelson, all with assists. Matias Samuelson looked great tonight. Uh, the guy just knows how to use his size perfectly. He, um, you know, he his play in his own end. He's the guy we've been looking for for a long time. A really shut down defenseman, and he's just going to keep getting better. I am so excited to see what's to come from this kid uh, in the years in years to come because he has been everything we've been needing in a really kind of stay at home shut down defenseman, big body, mean guy. Um, he's just going to keep getting bigger, and he's going to keep getting meaner. So I'm excited about Matias Samuelson. Great game from him. Um, honestly, I would almost make him my third star because he, you know, he played very, very, very well. He's very noticeable in his own end. So, um, with that being said, just another thing too. Yeah. Sorry. The TNT broadcast was absolutely horrendous. Like I love Wayne Gretzky and everything, 
But even going into that game when talking about the uh, Jack Eichel situation, um, to f sit there and listen to all those guys. I mean, you knew Biz was going to defend him. I mean, why why wouldn't Biz defend his favorite of all favorite guest of all time on Spit and Chicklets? You know, he's going to defend him. Um, but to hear the rest of that panel really, you know, defend Jack Eichel uh, for his comments. That's bullshit. We had Cam Jansen on on two goalies one Mike earlier today leading into the game. And he said outside, he's like, you don't take shots at the fans. I don't care, you know, how much they boo you. If, at most, maybe your response is you look up at them, you wink at them, you, you wave to them, whatever. You know, that that's your shot at the fans. You don't take direct shots, though, verbally to the fans in any any capacity and to sit there and see those guys, a bunch of, you know, respected guys in the NHL too, uh, to, to sit there and defend those comments from Jack Eichel was absolute Bush league. I mean, I lost a lot of respect for those guys. Um, I don't know if Wayne Gretzky himself uh, commented on it, but uh, I actually love, I love Wayne on the goal. He called it a goal right away on uh, Krebs' second goal. I mean, Mrazek literally, you can see it intentionally takes his glove and knocks the net off. Uh, before the puck could go in. And, you know, they weren't buying into those shenanigans. The uh, the officials made the right call. I don't care if that upsets Leafs fans. It's true. That was the right call. The goalie intentionally knocked the net off because you knew he was out of position and wasn't going to, you know, really make that save. So, uh, yeah, and I did I did send out a tweet uh, in the beginning of the game. If, if Alex Tuck, uh, if Alex Tuck, or not, sorry, if uh, the Buffalo Sabres win the, win the Heritage Classic, that I would, in fact, buy a Alex Tuck Heritage Classic jersey. And I absolutely will, Carson. Uh, you know, in, intern Carson with two goalies with Mike. You, you you bet your ass I will buy an Alex Tuck Heritage Classic jersey. Or maybe I'll hold out for the goat head. We'll see. If, if fans will allow me to do that, I'll hold out for the goat head. But we'll see what the fans say. I'll tweet it out later. Am I allowed to hold out for the goat head, or do I have to buy the Heritage Classic? Okay. Uh, another comment here from Rakeen Davis. Not going to lie, their commentary almost took me out of the game. Yeah, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible, man. Just like it was, you know. I I, I understand like you want like some of the side conversation, but there was I remember the one point that I had Wayne Gretzky talking for like five minutes straight over over the play by play. It's like I I love hearing from the great one, but Jesus, come on, guys, like call the game, call the game, and it, it seriously just felt like a Toronto broadcast. All the Canada talk all the Toronto talk, the history, like, it, you know, they really didn't really, I mean, you didn't hear anything about the, the the history of our franchise or the city itself until Wayne started talking about Gilbert Perot and the French connection. I was like, oh, wow, finally, that's cool. Thanks. Thanks, Wayne. Thanks, great one. Um, Paramount Packers, hashtag Hey Jack. Absolutely, we should be letting Jack Eichel know how we feel right now, how loud we can get. We need to get that going. Hashtag Hey Jack. I tweeted it out earlier. We need to get that going. Hashtag Hey Jack. I like. We, I remember when we started the hashtag Where's Kim movement. There needs to be a, a movement for hashtag Hey Jack because you know you need to let him know. Like, buddy, we're fine without you. And we're in his head. Don't you make any mistake about it. He's paying attention to what's going on in Buffalo, and he's gonna hate every single win, every single accomplishment we make. He is gonna hate it. So get on your Twitter handle, your Instagram, your uh, your Facebook, whatever hashtag hey jack let him know tag him i don't give a shit he needs to know that we are putting him in our rear view mirror i mean it's not so much so to speak but you know if he wants to be petty so can we uh again 
you need to watch the game, turn the volume off, and turn on WGR 550. Uh, unfortunately, I had some fr- had a friend over uh, to watch the game, so you know we were watching the TV broadcast. I am glad you noticed about the stupid banter and commentary and Wayne were having. I just completely tuned out to what was being said, and it was like the TV was on mute. Yeah, I, again, like I just need I need more play by play and in game conversation, not the side stuff. Sometimes the side stuff is cool and everything, you know, it gives you a different dynamic of the game, but. You know, this is a big moment, big game for the NHL this year. Anything outdoor is a big moment for them. So I, I just, I, I didn't need all the side conversation. I just didn't. So, um, you know, I, uh, you know, to see, and it, I, let's, let's, let's be real. Austin Matthews, granted, it'll probably end up being a fine. I think it's a suspendable offense. I think it's absolutely cross-checked him right in the head. Um, hundred uh, percent. You need to suspend Austin Matthews. So without without question, you need to suspend Austin Matthews. Like he cross-checked Ross Tallinn in the head. Um, without a doubt, you suspend that guy. I mean, I, without question, in my opinion, at least. Um, the play happened. Uh, Dalin and uh, um, Matthews were getting into it a little bit. Um, you know, things were being said back and forth. And you know, I don't know what. Like, like I love that intensity from from Dallas. You know, he took a bit. He took a big hit along the boards to make a play. Um, Goes in that, you know, is really giving Matthews a business. Matthews gives it right back. There's an exchange, but then Matthews doesn't like what Dalene does. He cross-checks him right in the head. I just don't understand how, you know, uh, George Peros doesn't call call that at least a two-game suspension. I know Matthews is, you know, 45 and 56 games, uh, you know, having an unbelievable MVP-like season, but you have to push that aside. You need to set a precedent and just, like, you can't let guys do that. You can't. And put the Toronto bias aside. The Canadian bias aside, um, you absolutely need to uh, suspend uh, Austin Matthews without a doubt. I, I I just I don't see it any other way. Uh, a few more comments here again. Paramat pictures again coming in. Whether chance Darlene gets punished too with our luck? Not nah, Darlene isn't going to get anything. Uh, no way. I mean, it, you know that stuff happens every game. Darlene, Darlene, yeah, maybe he deserved a penalty, but not what Matthews did is suspendable, hundred percent. How many games you think for this bench? I give it two. He doesn't have a long history like a Brad Marchand. I give him two games. Uh, but still, you know, two games is better than zero or a $5,000 fine, uh, which we've seen the NHL do before. I remember when uh, Alexander Ovechkin hit Danny Breer from behind into the like the opening of the bench doors. And, it, like, Danny was absolutely motionless on the bench. I thought he was dead. I remember I was watching. I thought he was dead. Um, and it was a blatant hit from behind. The puck was nowhere near the play. Uh, it was a real, you know, shitty move by Ovechkin and Ovechkin got fined. I think it was either 1500 or $5,000, which I'm assuming he laughed at when he got that notification. He probably wrote the check right there in that moment and sent it in the mail. Uh, but absolutely guys. Um, I, uh, again, just a phenomenal week for us as Sabres fans. And, and that game had so much good pace to it. Uh, it never really was boring in terms of, of game action. Buffalo, like, you know, after the first period, they were really they they were really taken to the Leafs after the first, really controlling all three zones. Uh, their passing was getting out of the zone pretty clean. Their zone entries are pretty clean. Um, I think they were beating like Toronto in shots like thirteen to three at one point in the first, and then Toronto got a power play. They kind of closed the gap a little bit. First period ends zero zero, and then Toronto really started taking it to us in the second period. Uh, had us on our heels a little bit. They score first. We come back and we tie it real quick with a nice goal from Peyton Krebs. And then Austin Matthews scores his 45th of the season. Uh, 
again after and it was after uh actually no i think the 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 phenomenal glove save from uh craig anderson came uh right before the cash goal and then uh and then and then we tied and then austin matthews comes up back and uh puts him up 2 to 1 and then you know vinny henestroza no 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 sorry vinny had the first goal vinny had the first goal i think and then uh i i might be mistaken i actually i have it right here i can look i'm sorry guys this is uh I'm sorry. I want to just get on here and talk to you all. Um, first goal was. It's actually not telling me. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Uh, first goal was, I believe, I want to say, when it's Finistroza. And then Krebs had the second goal. Or no, 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 no. No, it was. Krebs was the first goal because it was a beautiful pass from Finistroza. And Finistroza's sec- uh, first goal was on the, uh, the deflected uh, pass to the front, which went in the net. And then Vinny on the really bad angle for number three to put Buffalo out front uh, from the horrible, horrible angle that I'm sure, uh, you know, is going to have a Toronto fan fan base just, you know, pulling their hair out because Mrazek has been absolute garbage uh, for a couple, for a couple weeks now with Campbell on the shelf being hurt. uh, Their options are kind of limited in that. So I would definitely expect along with blue line help uh, Toronto is going to be looking for a goalie at the deadline. Uh, I, I threw a shout out at Steve Dangle. Uh, you know, I sent him uh, Craig Anderson compared to um, uh, Peter Morazic stats. And while uh, while Anderson's stat line in terms of GA and save percentage wasn't all that much better than uh, it was better. It was better than Morazic, but I mean, he Craig Anderson directly plays on a much worse team than the Toronto Maple Leafs and has the same stat line as Mrazek. So uh, I'd imagine Craig Anderson would be a step up above Peter Mrazek, 100% 41-year-old Craig, uh, win number 301. Got a couple clicks for the guy. He's been playing phenomenal for Buffalo. He's really holding him, holding him Buffalo, keeping us in games since the start of the season. So, I, you know, this game had everything. Fighting, you know, pretty much fighting, a lot of physical play, um, a lot of chirping back and forth. I really think this is the beginning of that rivalry coming back again because that's one of the things I've missed so much is the Sabres-Toronto rivalry meaning something again. And I think this is the start of it. You know, the turning point for this franchise, in my opinion, was that moment when Tuck scored the empty net goal after uh, after uh, stripping Jack of the puck on the, along the boards. But I really think this game in itself is going to be a turning point and re- bringing back this rivalry and making it relevant again. Because this was this game had everything. It really did have everything. Could have been a better commentator commentary, but it had everything. And I'm just so over the moon excited. Um, blow Leafs, blow baby! Like, come on, who doesn't love a Toronto Maple Leafs loss? Who doesn't? Come on, I love it. It's uh, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, but with that being said, guys, I'm sure you all wanna um, you know, get back to your Sunday nights. Uh, enjoying, um, enjoying, um, you know, time with your family or friends. Uh, I have a men's league game tonight at 1030. So uh, yeah, just under uh, three hours until that starts. So I'm going to wind down and relax, enjoy this win. Um, but I, I just, I can't get over how well they played, man. And, you know, one of the biggest things too uh, is it's literally like watching. Um, it's like, it, it, it's like, the transition for how tough it was for this team to close out games early in the season when they had leads. Now they're not, now they're not out of games. Even when they don't have a lead, they're coming back, they're scratching and clawing back. They're getting a league and they're going to the third period and getting these games in the garage and winning. 
So that's huge for me. I, I just, I, I, you know, that's just part of this, this, the shift in culture, this positive shift in culture. And uh, I'm over the moon excited to see what's to come uh, in future, in future games. Um, again, I'm going to take a quick look here to see what the Sabres have in store uh, on their schedule next. They move to uh, 20, 32 and eight um, on, on the season. Again, not a, not a great record, but they're moving in the right direction. Next game is Thursday at in Edmonton against the Oilers going to visit Connor McDavid and an Edmonton Oilers team. That's uh, more or less struggled been on and off again. Uh, they won. They actually beat the lightning. Why should I say that? Beat the lightning four to one yesterday. Uh, but since, you know, bringing in a Vander Kane, which is, which is a very controversial move in itself. Um, they've really, really, really uh, started to turn things on in their last five games. Uh, they are one, two, I'm sorry. In their last five, actually, they're two and three in their last five with losses to the Blackhawks, the Canadians, which is funny, uh, beat losing to the Flames, which, you know, it happens. That's a, that's a great hockey team. But then they beat the Capitals, a good Capitals team, and they beat a Lightning team, which is stacked top to bottom and great goaltending. Um, their next game is Tuesday against the Red Wings. Uh, that's, a, that's a team I would expect them to beat. You know, they should beat at least. Uh, and then they have, they have Buffalo. Um, so, uh, at home too, which is a nine o'clock start, uh, this coming Thursday. So hopefully, uh, we, we visit, uh, Edmonton. I think this is the first time we've played in the season could be correcting. I, I don't remember if we played him at all this year or not. Uh, but if it is the first time we played Edmonton without Jack Eichel. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to see how this team after two big wins against the Vegas Golden Knights and the Toronto Maple Leafs, two very top end uh, teams in the league going to Edmonton, uh, a team who's two and three in their last five, see how they do against Detroit on to, uh, on Tuesday. Uh, hopefully come out with their third win in a row, going on a three game heater here. Um, well, all is right. In the universe. Now we own Toronto again. <laughs> I wouldn't say we own Toronto, but we are, we have won the last two uh, get the lotion and icy hat ready. I know. Right. I, I mentioned on the, on the podcast, I used to rub a uh, lotion and icy hat, icy hot under car door handles at Sabres games when I was younger uh, when I see their license plates were from uh, the Ontario Toronto area uh, just because I was a petty Sabres fan who hated the Leafs uh, stuck at the border what a game oh, love to see it uh, Dominator 39 love your handle bud uh, you know Sabres presence was at the game obviously it was overwhelmingly in favor of Toronto but uh, yeah we uh, we did show out a little bit uh, in Hamilton uh, we played them in November. Okay, so it is our second time playing the uh, Edmonton Oilers without Jack Eichel. Uh, we beat the Oilers in November. We did? Oh, great. That's fantastic. I'm sorry. I should know that stuff. Uh, thank you, Doug. But, uh, guys, so I'm excited. It's my second time saying this. Um, whenever I lose, whenever the, the Leafs lose and it comes at the hands of the Buffalo Sabres, I always send to, like, uh, somehow lose my train of thought because just the excitement is overwhelming. But it really does mean that much to me to see this team. It's like the Bills beating the Patriots. You know, see the Bill Sabres beat the Leafs. It means a lot to me because that rivalry just really, really meant a lot. You see that picture behind me of Rob Ray and Ty Domi. I think it's autographed by yep, autographed by both. Um, you know, I live for those games, live for those times. Uh back when Buffalo absolutely used to dominate the Leafs. Uh, and you know, hopefully this is a sign of things to come where we just continue, continue, continue to dominate the Leafs. So I'll hang up and listen, guys. Thanks for hopping on with me. Um, go Sabres.
blow leaves blow. And remember, this is brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case. And uh, we will talk to you on Thursday when the Sabres play the Edmonton Oilers. You guys have a good night. Take care. Let's go, Buffalo. Hey, everybody. This is Dwayne from Two Goalies, One Mike, a show where we give you a behind-the-mask coverage of the greatest sport on earth, whether it be happening right here in Buffalo or around the hockey world. Now you might be thinking, hey, Dwayne, why would I want to hear what you two idiots have to say about hockey? Well, first of all, rude. Second of all, we're bringing coaches, players, analysts from your favorite programs from ESPN to Sportsnet to TSN. We're always on it. If you're a Sabres fan or just a hockey fan, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can check us out at trainwreckSports.com or the Dean Blundell Podcasting Network. Thank you for your support, guys, and I'll hang up and listen. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.